That's the pressure one. Well, I've got loads of talking to do, so you can think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you, yeah. Well, we were, we were recording already. Oh, we're hello, on. we're on. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Top okay. quality chat already. Cheers. <laughs> yes, mate. When I was a teenage boy, mm-hmm. wearing little shorts, <laughs> yep. girls would often laugh at my knobbly slob. Slob. <laughs> it's the Bayer Rockstar Club. Okay, <laughs> explain yourself. Now I thought you'd ask that. <laughs> Yarn or fabric with a knobbly effect. So, i.e., wearing shorts, look like I had two bits, bits of cotton hanging out the bottom of my shorts. Okay. That kind Slob. of love. <laughs> it kind of works. I really am, I'm really struggling to kind of find words that rhyme with, oh, with club now. I really am scraping the barrel. Uh, so, yeah, welcome, guys, to the Failed Rockstar Club podcast, the podcast that talks to musicians about their journey in music, mental health, fashion and stuff to do with recording and just life yeah. in a band. Yeah. <laughs> um, so welcome guys to the podcast. Thanks for having us. Hello. Hello. We are we have got our Black Captor Studio hat on today, right? Yeah, that's it. Um, so me and Jess is the first time I've ever been on site, um, away from anything that we <laughs> Feel safe in <laughs> yeah. recording a podcast. So, Steve seems uncomfortable. That's because he is. Yeah, because I'm already spinning my ring. Yeah, you do. That's normally a good sign. Sweaty palms. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm twiddling my little ring. Um, yeah. So, um, so um, let's introduce the guys. Yeah, crack on. How who are you? <clears throat> How are we? Yeah. How are we? Who are we? So yeah. I'm AJ Jones. I'm the owner of Black Cactus, who started the project, and I'm the one who does the main mixing, recording and booking other rehearsal spaces and lessons here. And I'm George, uh, I don't know, I'm just a hanger on. <laughs> sure, you do this, you're the social media man. So yeah, let's go, I'm, I'm the social media manager, let's go. Uh, lovely stuff. <laughs> okay, so Jez, who are we and where are we? <laughs> well, we've kind of gone through that already, but I'm Jez, hello, people there, hello people there. You're Steve, right? That's me, yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, we are here at Black Cactus Studios, yeah. a brand new recording studio slash rehearsal room yeah. just outside of Colchester. Yeah. The sweet spot, sweet spot equidistant between Clapton and Colchester. Yeah, <laughs> location is great. Nice. Yeah. 17 minutes from the centre, yeah. 17 minutes from Clapton, <laughs> 25 from Ipswich if you want to travel. Yeah. Yeah. We actually said on yeah. the way up here, we said this is kind of like a nice idea of like nice life. Yeah. The idea of driving to kind of do cool yeah. music stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But in the sticks, like the you've got that rural bit. But my, yeah. my idea was driving into Colchester Town Centre at six o'clock to rehearse. You've got around the one way system, oh, yeah. you're going to spend 45 minutes doing that. So I thought coming out of Colchester, just it's still Colchester, it's great Brumley, but you'll get here quicker than so called other places. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems a bit more peaceful, I think. Yeah, obviously, you know, Alan's not recorded anyone here yet, and no one's been into rehearsal because it's, it's just Thursday, but it just seems I just feel like. Being in a band ourselves, I think 
if this was a place we was coming to sort of record from a, a headspace point of view I think it's quite good to yeah. sort of it's quite a, gives you a bit of clarity I think being around this sort of quiet more quiet there's area. something to be said for that isn't it yeah. like to be away so, from everything else and yeah truly focused on what you're doing yeah because you yeah. can have so many life distractions and indeed I mean the fucking yeah. mobile phone is going off left right and centre <laughs> that's never going to leave you I guess but I, lo- I love the idea of coming, coming somewhere as like a destination yeah as yeah. a kind of place yeah, so, no, definitely. But before we start talking about that, we yeah. should uh, explain how we know you guys. Yeah, because we, oh, yeah. you guys are in a a band still ongoing. Yeah, right. Still Called slowly. Surge. Surge. Yeah. Very good band, I should add. I got some stuff on Spotify. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, but there's like a hiatus going on. You, you kind of. Yeah, I suppose everyone in the band's slightly got their own things. The environment at the moment with Corona and stuff. I think I've been, so I've sort of made the project for this, George is doing his journalism, our bassist Will has got an apprenticeship at uh, Island Records, which is great for him, um, and our drummer is just starting his graphic design side of things, so everyone's sort of got their own projects and then we're just filling our time with the Surge stuff. And so I thought it would be a great idea to have a studio yeah. <laughs> in, in that time. Well, it's good for Surge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, it's just, I don't know. Charge and double. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's just the usual life thing, isn't it? Which obviously I'm sure you guys know as well as anyone. Like, It was weird because we had quite a long break, I think. And then we were just starting to do a few gigs again. And we did have a couple booked up. But then obviously the whole lockdown happened. So that sort of put a stop to that. So we were just starting to gig again and meet up a bit more regularly and, and write songs. And then that sort of, yeah just stopped in his tracks really so when this is all properly over who knows we'll, I'm sure we'll get back on we've got some we have got some yeah we have got some songs back in the well. best days like yeah. yeah. five years ago when we first started yeah. one of our yeah. first gigs yeah. <laughs> but that's it but we're not going to talk about Surge are we no, so no, that's, no. that's a future podcast so yes. this is a, tra- a trailer remember yeah. Yeah. that's how professional it's, we are but it's, it's important for context yeah it's cool kind of like you said about the shop like a lot of like coaster bands or like bands that are kind of going on to do like we were saying like last episode like starting to do loads of cool bits yeah. and a lot of them have started like playing like little gigs in the shop yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. kind of nice for us to kind of see bands started like that and then kind of seeing how they're moving like Anorak Patch yeah, 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 yeah I was yeah. about to say that they're, they're, they're a fan just, yeah Anorak Patch they've got something haven't they yeah and I just love it when like sometimes you know something just happens all of a sudden and then it gets so much traction mm-hmm. and it picks up so quick there's and so many good fucking bands in cultures yeah like, I know, and I feel like they always, I feel like they always has been there. It's always been like you know a, a good group, of, a good core group of decent sort of bands and, and musicians in general. Um, and every now and then, the sort of the wider world, the wider sort of radio industry and all that, gradually starts to pick up on it. Um, but yeah, it is. You're right. There is a there is a good good load of bands there now, and we feel like. The old people now. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so we see in the shop, with the kids like it's yeah. 16, 17. Yeah, yeah. especially with Anorak Patch, isn't well, it? Yeah, the like 13 yeah. or something. Oh, 13, yeah. 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 The girl, when we spoke to the girls the other week, yeah. uh, it was kind of weird because like 15 year old girls and yeah. me and Jess like, <laughs> <laughs> and they, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to know how the picture are. Humour. Yeah. <laughs> Especially recovering from last week for anyone who yeah. listen to yeah. it. Yeah. We'll, get, we'll get some lads on. Yeah. They texted us, didn't they? And he went, well, there goes Steve and Jez up to their old tricks again. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't flirting. It was sounding like flirting. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Friendliness. 
Yeah. Is one of them, is it the keyboard player's Jeff Lawrence's yes. daughter? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's cool. That would explain. Just a key part of the Colchester scene. Yeah, he's a big part yeah, of like, the songwriting process. Yeah. Like, oh, she's okay. been working with him, like working on melodies, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that's, that's cool. That explains a lot, they're great. Yeah. But he's, he, he's been in the shop a few times, he's more excited than they are. Yeah, he's, like, he's so hyped. You can see. Yeah, he's been be, in bands yeah. in the past, and he's like, you know, come close. And yeah, not yeah, really yeah. broken through. Yeah. yeah, and he can see it all like working out for them, and he's like, he's like a kid in a sweet shop. Yeah, yeah. so proud Good for him. Proud yeah, yeah proud he's proud as punch. I would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely. I bet so, the kids are cool about it, aren't they? Like, Oh, the, yeah, they're, well, they're, 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 they're never done anything different, have they? They've never. Yeah. So they're probably just like. That's a bit weird when you spoke to them. They're just like talking about. In the park, and that. so I went. Oh, I saw you on Lucas last night. It was well embarrassed. <laughs> it's just so, like they like, stay fair about the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Imagine being thirteen and being played on the radio. Like, oh, I, I, I couldn't imagine. Well, like, 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 I don't think I, I think I probably started playing guitar fairly actually. Yeah, so I wasn't even. I couldn't even play a chord. Straight, straight, straight. Anything's good. Man, isn't it? And this like, little kid is like proper acid as well. If you see him, he's like. Yeah, he loves it. <laughs> it's like it's like um, like in these like little um, like blocks on the on his feet, so he can reach the bass drum pedal. <laughs> short round, yeah, short round. Temple of Doom. Boring, Jeff's ID, so he can play gigs. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to ask you guys: Has anyone been to the pub yet? So we are recording this a couple of days after the pubs reopened after lockdown. Yeah. And anyone been? No. I've had to, I've really wanted to, and it's yeah, my place from home, and I love it, and I love the pub, and I love booze. But um, <laughs> should I've say AJ has a bit of a reputation, a, and always drink responsibly. So a always. for the studio's sake, I couldn't, cause I couldn't afford to have a day off hangover, or probably probably would have been a two day session anyway. So sure. it would have been like half a week's worth of work time, and I've just calculated it, and I thought at the end of August I'm going to do it. Yeah. So I'll probably be shut for a week. <laughs> I'm joking, I'll be open, someone else will run it. But, uh, no, I've just been putting so much time into here, I've had to go. I'm just so committed to this at the moment. Yeah, good for you. I'm, uh, it's probably saved my liver a lot of damage, because I used to hit it hard. But I've, I've slowed down, I've got a girlfriend now, and I don't really, and I love her very much. All watching. All watching, and uh, yeah, she'll just sort of. This is Slow as down. adult as I've yeah. heard Alan speak, if yeah. I'm honest. Well, you're a business owner now, true. Yeah, that's it. True. We've got <laughs> <a> <laughs> responsibilities. Yeah, it's true. Well, it's, it's very it's true. Good. I went to a pub on Saturday to a little, like, a country pub with my right. missus, yeah. and sat outside, and it was nice. Is it busy? I swear to God, the first point is, like, something uh, about it, isn't it? You're like, Christ, that's expensive. Thought <laughs> <laughs> A, thought B was, oh, yeah, there it is. It's like different hello, to you. Like, yeah, hello, old friend. <laughs> Yeah, it was nice. It was yeah. kind of like, I haven't been into town yet, but we maybe this week we're talking possibly. Well, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think we've got to. Yeah. The shop, the shop's right next to a pub. It would be... Oh, what, the Purple Dog? Purple Dog, yeah. yeah. It would be rude not to. Yeah, it's going to be mobbed. Yeah. I Did you have the week to be okay? That, the one you went to just turned up. Yeah. It was quite empty, actually. It was was it daytime? Then? It was Saturday afternoon. Three o'clock. Country pub's different. A whole different mm. vibe, isn't it? It was yeah. outside. Yeah. It's it easy to socially distance and... Yeah. All that. Yeah. Saturday in town would have been and I tell you what was nice yeah. table service yeah. Yeah. Like that European style yeah. like, I know that English pub is always like you've got to pay there and then yeah. as soon as you go abroad it's like you pay at the end and they bring yeah. the beer over to you and it's like a different vibe it was like that and it's nice kind of having that kind of table trough that's table. dangerous though you don't, yeah. know, <laughs> don't know how much you're all doing they were like just, they were 200 pounds like 10, 10 lads in the corner and they were like canging it <laughs> getting louder and louder in a country pub yeah. yeah, it doesn't seem right, does it? doesn't matter anymore. Poor old girl was like, <laughs> sweating, carrying 10 points. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, so I want to ask everyone 
Yeah, that's the end of the yeah. round loop. Yeah. This is business. Right. <laughs> yeah, this is what I do. Time I, I control the fun. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you one, George. Hello. No, I'll give you time to think because you haven't thought about it yet. Yeah, AJ, what is your song of the week oh, and why? It's going to be Liam Gallagher once. Okay. Ooh. Because uh, I wife building, I listen to Absolute Radio. And uh, they have a playlist. I don't know if that's about... cool or not. <laughs> no, no, it's the only thing I can get they, on they my little. They love Gallagher on there. It's the only thing I can get on my little radio. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's half decent anyway, and uh, it, it's in their rotation quite a lot. And it's just sure. one of them songs that really resonates with me, and I think I, I take the lyrics and it, the lyrics that he sings differently to what the song means. And I think that's how you make a good track. If you can write something, yeah. That if you can write something that anyone can relate to lyrically wise you've got a hit because that's going to resonate with everyone it's not just going to yeah. not just what you wrote and what you put into the song everyone else can connect to it and that's what, yeah it means then, one thing to someone and yeah thing to and someone I think else. if you can write a song like that then you're then you're there it's all about connecting to is he writing the songs his own oh I, I very much doubt it but <laughs> <laughs> he was he was I think he was, was fun yeah. he did the old track with Oasis yeah. he'd done yeah. Songbird is it Songbird Songbird was his yeah. and uh, Out of Time I think I really loved that song actually. and Little James the masterpiece Little James he did a, thing, <laughs> he did a few okay ones I think with this well he's got like some proper pop writers and stuff yeah, yeah, on it. Yeah. I think like Adele producers and things oh, like that. Pop, so I think it probably. I don't reckon he's he's writing as much as people think. But and a lot of people have sort of. I feel like I've given him a bit of stick for going. Oh well, is it? How can you call it a Liam Gallagher album if it's if you're not writing the songs? But he never did. Really. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, he's always said he's a front and, man. Yeah, he? he sort of accepts that. Yeah, he's not the best songwriter. He just sings the songs and fair enough but I got the feeling that he was becoming a bit of a frustrated songwriter as the way since went on he was getting yeah. a flavour for it and that kind yeah. of conflict no. between him and Noel no, no, yeah. where that relationship went and I get the feeling that Liam wanted to do a bit of a kind of Lennon McCartney thing like Gallagher Gallagher because yeah. the races went on yeah. but he kind of almost sabotaged it with Noel because I think yeah. at the end he didn't help himself though there <laughs> Calling a potato every day, he is funny. If nothing else, a great interview. Yeah, he's getting better and better as he gets older. Because I think before it was it was like a a subconscious thing. Right, I think now he's very much aware of how funny he can be, and yeah, and how much people want to watch interviews because some of the things he sort of comes out with. Yeah. So I think now, like you say, he plays up to a bit. So yeah, I think that's why it's getting better. Yeah, I, if I you know when you're in a sort of YouTube, one video leads to another, and you oh, yeah. get yeah. a black hole. Black hole. YouTube, I'll often yeah. Google like Liam Gallagher interviews, yeah. not his music, <laughs> which I suppose yeah, yeah. Speaks, <laughs> speaks volumes. Which could be a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah like Liam Gallagher best moments. Yeah, or yeah, or yeah. Songs, yeah. Something like that. He's but, good. Yeah, he's box office, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. He is good. I, I just don't like the sort of crowsy. Yeah, I wouldn't go see him live. Yeah, cause, no, I agree. Because of the. Bucket hatted yeah. masses. <laughs> I remember. I, I couldn't, remember, I couldn't saw deal him, with it. That's the thing. I saw him at Reading, and there was a I saw him, Yeah, I saw him a couple of places. But when I saw him at Reading, there was like a, a really, really rowdy, maybe like mm. twenty-five up next to me. I think he was on his own, but he was just getting really aggressive with like yeah. you know, this couple in front of him, and it was like, "What are you doing?" Like, you know what I mean? Welcome but, to Liam Gallagher. Yeah, but that, that's the <laughs> that is the problem. That is the downside of it is. Yeah, obviously we all love going to gigs and we like it when it, you know we don't want to stand there still but there has to be that element of respect isn't there and, and of course. I think like you say there is I think there's that younger generation who missed out on Oasis who are trying to kind of capture that what they think yeah, an yeah. Oasis gig was yeah. 
it's got to be have it, yeah, you know, yeah. Kevin and Perry, yeah, when she's been to Manchester, style. <laughs> and booze gets involved, and testosterone yeah, gets involved, yeah. and probably a little bit of um, other stuff gets involved <laughs> before you know it, yeah, yeah, that's it. Jens, some of the week. Uh, are you familiar with the Waterboys masterpiece, The Hole of the Moon? Yes. Because that's my song of the week. Oh. It's kind of a follow-up to last week's, you know, I was talking about the star, Kelly Watcher Stars. Mm-hmm. Inspired by that, I went and bought myself a telescope off one of those cheap uh, Chinese websites. <laughs> it hasn't turned up yet. I was going to say. It only yeah, cost eight, month, it cost eight quid. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and just, yeah, that's, that's what my wife said straight away. Did you... Check the uh, measurements. Yeah. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't wait to see it. To be continued. Yeah. It's so funny when it was like those little blue ones. But, yeah. but did you see the moon last night? It was the whole moon. It was so low and so big. It was, no. oh, it was stunning. No. I've got binoculars. If only you had your Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> it claimed to be infrared as well. Oh, wow. There's no way wow. it's going to be. Battery. <laughs> battery. It's, battery. battery. It's going to basically be a toy. This reminds me of the time that Jez bought night vision goggles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. We used to go pissed at his house and go to the shoot union and walk yeah. through his woods and he put his night vision goggles on. But all they were, they were just batteries, <laughs> little torches in the sand. It was, it was a pair of like green plastic glasses with torches at either side. <laughs> <laughs> but but no one else trying. No. Well, we did them, but we well, used to hold it in front of us. Going to the student union with your night vision goggles. <laughs> yeah. Well, I used to hide them at the side of the woods oh, for the way home. Yeah. I'd pick like, them up on the way home. Yeah. 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 Struggle yeah. finding that on the way home. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> they're all, they're they're buried. Yeah. I don't know. You got one? Or is it me? Pressure's on. Wait, what's the question? This is a song that kind of sums up your week in some week. way. The yeah. only okay, I'm going to say the, I don't know why, but any, Mo- um, Moon Age Daydream by David Bowie. Okay. Purely what because only because oh, I love the song. It's a great song. But the only reason I think of it this week is because I must have been down here about four or five times. I live in Clapton, and for whatever reason, I've got I just keep listening to that song. Oh, well, John. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's it's on one of his many best of compilations yep. or whatever. And yeah, I just happened to have that in my car, so I just find myself keep going to that song. So nice. That's your that's my track of the week. Yeah, oh, and that's the thing you'll go. always remember that song is what you were listening to when Black Cat the studio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that association. Yeah, I make it your theme music when you walk in. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Stephen Robert Hood will be oh, us. What's your song? Steps. Wow. <laughs> oh god. Last, so, thing cre- my, last thing on my mind. Credibility rating. What's that guy like? Basically. I've been doing like my, this um, behavioural therapy stuff at the right. moment and one of the things I'm doing at the moment is I'm keeping a thoughts diary Great. and that literally is well it's actually on my phone and so every, I'm being encouraged this week to every time I kind of like something pops in with like the emotion and then the response of it mm-hmm. and what that thought was like making a note of it yeah uh, so that's what it is. Like last thing in my mind so I'm literally she wants me to do it loads but it's kind of weird because there's lots of weird thoughts coming into your head like how long can I stand on one leg for? She wants to hear that. And then I feel weird because I'm writing down all these things that I don't even tell you, my best mate, or my wife. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of yeah. a stranger is like and he kind of feel like petty, like, is this petty? It's like stuff you think of that mm. you wouldn't tell anyone because it's kind of like embarrassing to think of it. Yeah. Do you well, find yourself sort of going inside. like Jess just said, do you find yourself going, maybe I won't say that or I definitely have Yeah, do you hold back? <laughs> Yeah, just masturbating, thinking about my therapist again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably best. Heard that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's that's kind of it. It's a weird process. It's an interesting process to go. Good through. to look back on, though. Maybe. Yeah, and it's like an in, 
it's like I try to treat it obviously as a personal thing, but also as like a kind of like business thing, like mm. becoming self improvement and dealing with like situations and how you go around. Yeah. And she said it's a bit like learning to drive. You know, when you learn yeah. to drive, when you're coming up to a roundabout and your fucking bum starts twitching, yeah. like, oh, I've got a clutch break, yeah. everything's happening. And then by, it, after a while, it just becomes a perfectly natural thing to do. Mm. Yeah. And that's what this is a process. You have to really concentrate your mind and to remember to do trigger it. the positive. Um, an empathetic kind of emotion to the situation rather than hit into a negative spiral wherever yeah, it might yeah, be yeah. so I'd be interested to see I mean it's really difficult it's like I'm four weeks into like a ten week session thing but yeah. if you see how we get on like I suppose the, it, what might seem like a really small thought and insignificant could be something that yeah. is a trigger or well, is well the photo I saw and, I, and I, I thought oh my god I look like an ugly Michael Douglas have <laughs> <laughs> you run that down get that in the journal life journal yeah <laughs> Surprisingly, the Black Cactus episode. Right. <laughs> That's a good idea. So let's, the studio, actually. let's go straight in there with the, the key question. Right. Why Black Cactus? What is oh. the significance of the yeah. prickly well thing? thing. <laughs> Was it? I don't really know. I just, I just thought I wanted a brand more than anything, mm-hmm. and I wanted what I thought what could be cool and what could I make work, and what could I have loads of around the studio. It could have been flamingos. <laughs> it just turned out with the cactus. Cacti are cool, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. I think it's a cool name. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was going to be called Pink Cactus. Yeah. Ooh. And yeah. I thought I'd scale away the metalheads, they wouldn't want to come to something that sounds like a dildo place or something. Yeah, I think so, there is already, already something on the market, not like uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I better swerve the pink cactus and going for black cactus. Which I think is better, actually, in hindsight. You didn't like this stuff. I know, I, I prefer pink cactus, on. but mm. now it's. Like, yeah, now it's Black House. It's, 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 well, what's in the name? Oh, I mean, it's like a name. It's yeah, you define the name rather yeah. than the other way around. Yeah, right, great. Yeah. But it does yeah. connote kind of. I think of rock. Yeah. yeah. You see Black House, I think rock! Americana. Yeah. Americana, yeah. yeah. Spiky. Leather cool. jackets. Cool. Leather jackets, cool. Yeah. 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 I think, yeah Jack Daniels. Not that anyone on <laughs> podcast can see, or, but it's worth looking at the kind of. Facebook, the kind of branding of what's really cool as well. Yeah. It's really simple yeah. but really strong. Well, the uh, logo is actually sort of supposed to symbolise a audio wave. Oh, nice. Slash a cactus, oh. which was my idea. Which wasn't my idea. You know, it was all accidental. <laughs> yeah, it was accidental. It just, I thought it looked really cool. Maybe subconsciously you were thinking, yeah, I'm in a sort of rock band. It's got to be a black cactus. Yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah. But Billy designed all, Billy, our drummer, designed all the logo and all that oh, stuff. Oh, sick. Because yeah, obviously, he, you know, he's got a Steve said sick, everybody. He tried to slip that in. I'm 40 years old. <laughs> it's marvellous. Uh, so, how did the project come about? Like, the idea of, of like, just starting a studio, where did this come from? So, I've been looking at places for about two years, and I had a partner, but unfortunately, he wasn't able to do it with me. And uh, I've gone for about three places over the years, and I've come to the end, it just hasn't worked out. And I went quiet for about six months and didn't do anything. And then 
obviously I, I work as a roadie slash sound engineer on the road at the O2 and, and all other places, went on tour with Kiss and bands like this and I had a whole summer full of booked of work and it was going to be a great summer, all the festivals and then obviously everything got cancelled. So I spent about two weeks at home and I was like, oh, this is enough, self-misery, I need to do something and then I found this I thought, oh, I'll go look at this place. Yeah. And I thought this was perfect. Perfect location where I wanted it, perfect. It needed a lot of work. Mm. But Still I, does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it needed a lot of work, but I just went for it. And then I was, I was always anxious because I was scared. Are people going to come and rehearse? Course, it's lockdown yeah. at the time, two months ago when I started. Is lockdown going to last till Christmas? And I'm going to yeah. end up paying... Paying the bills. Still. Done this bloody quickly, considering like getting the lease sorted on it. Or yeah. How did you manage to do that so quick? It took us an absolute age to kind of get it all done. I don't know. It just all went quite quickly. Yeah. Quite a pest. I, yeah. I don't leave people alone. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It just sort of happened really quickly. I think you were just keen to yeah, get it. Yeah. Yeah. So let, let's just outline all the things that you offer. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Let's be an advert for you. Okay. Because obviously a lot of young musicians will be listening to this. Great. Hello. What can they expect from Black Cactus Studios? What, what are the kind of offers you do? What are your prices? So, should I say price as well? Oh, yeah. you can <laughs> for it. You can So, let's start with rehearsal rooms. We've got two rehearsal rooms for hourly hire, which start at £10 now, fully equipped with all your microphone, amps, PAs, and anything you need. I can help you out with that. Also, we do a special offer. From 8am to 6pm, you can have that all day for £60. You come in, there's a cafe out the front, there's a pub down the road, you can spend all day, just chill out. Or if you want to go 8am to 10pm, it's £80, just a little bit extra. Uh, literally just left your own devices, do your own thing, no one's going to bother you, you just rehearse all day or record, not to sell myself short. If you do your own projects, you can set, you can set your own... Uh, Rehearsal space up and or recording set up portable recording the rooms. I don't mind what you do. Within reason. Within reason. No pink cactus actually. Yeah, <laughs> precisely. Um, so that's recording. Um, I mean that's rehearsal. I also have two rooms for private hire at the top, which I'm looking for. Either a band to leave you leave your stuff set up over the uh, and you have your own access to the 24 hours. So if you're rehearsing more than twice a week, this is great. Or a private producer, if you want your own setup away in the country as such-ish. Uh, <laughs> with your own access, 24 hours. I've got two rooms for one's 250 a month, one's 300. And that's all included, all bills, all insurance, everything CCTV up uh, and alarmed. So if all your stuff will be safe and you just come in whenever you please. Uh, so that's rehearsals. Recording-wise, I offer... Everything from day tracking all the way to week, weekly tracking or album sessions. We um, uh, Day tracking starts at one fifty a day. You come in, and I'm not a clock watcher. It's supposed to be eight hours, but if it takes us longer, it takes us longer. You won't be getting charged oh, by the minute. I'll get me out of business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've been here for a week. Oh, don't worry, it's fine. Yeah, I'm trying to do skeleton prices at the start just to show you what I can do and get people in here. Uh, mixing the Martian per single track is £100, so essentially 250 for your single. Uh, and obviously deals, it'll get a lot cheaper the more time and tracks you do. So it, uh, all prices are online on the website and it just goes down a lot more the more consecutive days yeah. you spend in the mm -hmm. studio, yeah. which is great. 
Um, we also have lessons. I've got, I've always had a few uh, guitar amateur students as such. So I teach them. I've got a lady coming in who's doing saxophone lessons, piano lessons, and she just say, "Oh, it's gonna skip my skip my mind." But I can't remember. And I'm, I'm also looking for other right, yeah. tutors who would like to teach out of here as well. Uh, they all charge different, so it'd be a, a fact of inquiring personally and getting them to uh, get in touch with you. But everyone's everyone's top quality yeah. and uh, really good teachers here. And any teachers who are listening who might be your thing, get in touch with me because I might have a position for you. And yeah, and also have the spaces that aren't just for music people, they can be used by drama students, I've had interest from uh, teachers, uh, any, any sort of anything in the arts you can use it for, they can be cleared out of music stuff and completely used for. That's the good thing when, when you're able to be versatile, you have a yeah. space yeah. that can be used for lots of different things. Yeah, I think that was the aim that Alan sort of wanted to achieve from starting away like you know obviously it's you know certain being in bands it, you might want oh we just want bands here or we just want you know, these types of bands here. yeah but I think it was important to not sort of you know go down that route and just like you say be as flexible as possible and at the end of the day it's just a as much as it is a studio it's just a sort of creative space I guess and yeah if people want to come like you just said um, want to come in this room and they don't want any music equipment in here and they just want, I don't know. They just need a room. They want to stick a canvas in the corner yeah. and start painting with no distraction or they want to rehearse a script or anything on their own. You know, they can, you know what I mean? So it's not just, it isn't just about music. I mean, I guess we get we expect predominantly there to be mainly musicians in it, but it's not exclusive to musicians whatsoever. Or, or you know, people like yourself who want to come and record a podcast. Just anything, really. Mm-hmm. Again, within reason. <laughs> <laughs> Are there things you've learnt from, because you've obviously been, you must have been in some rehearsal rooms in your time. Yeah. Are there things you've learnt from being in other places that you've tried to make sure you... Yeah, so tomorrow I've got an acoustic engineer coming in to tune each room individually to the frequencies. Because i found being in other rehearsal rooms, all we'd keep doing is turning up the vocals, feeding them, keep going. That's why there's no panels up yet. I've got them all ready, but he's uh, going to play a load of pink noise for any of you nerds out there who know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you said that earlier. I don't know. I don't know. It's very much white noise, but a different type. Is that just the noise when you get a pink cactus right? So he's going to come tune the rooms and we're going to precisely build it so frequencies don't clash and exhaust the right frequencies, so you're going to have the best sounding rooms. It's oh going to be God, because that's the most annoying thing the fucking feedback. Yeah. You're in a small room, and you're like the drums are going out, the clappers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Jeski said, it's like singing into the wind. Oh, <laughs> it's it. Yeah. So I don't, like, I don't like wearing earplugs, and so I, yeah, no, I was just yeah. at the mercy of what, however hard the drummer was feeling that day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean erect. <laughs> so my idea is just get someone professional to do it, because I could yeah. wing it, but. And I would get it wrong, and then it wouldn't be as good. So that's the, that's pr- that's probably the only bit of outsource work I've actually had someone mm-hmm. do. I've done everything else, all the building, and all for yourself, all the soundproofing yeah. myself. And but I just it was a bit out of my experience, and it's, it's, you have to do calculations and stuff. And jeez, oh, yeah, it's not maths. Bad. Yeah. Well, have you tried the room out yet? Have you tried? The we've recorded some stuff. Yeah. Um, when it wasn't decorated as no, such. Yeah, it was still. And uh, we we got some good tracks and good, some good recordings considering the. Space was plasterboard, and that's very reverb. Um, yeah. Echo, uh, just bounces off the walls yeah. back at your mics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even now, it's, 
I've gone through the whole stage of hearing it at the start yeah. and the room changing and yeah. the frequencies even just now of us being in here yeah. has changed it so much. So I'm looking forward to this uh, lad coming down tomorrow and yeah. see what it really sounds like. Yeah. It's just weird to think that like, you know, these walls have been, Alan's built these walls in sort of thing. Like, yeah. and You would never know, would you? Yeah, there was already a room here, yeah. but he's sort of built inwards a bit. Cause it, must be like, it must be like a kind of tough one between like sp- space versus sound, right? Because yeah. Uh, it was 100 mil walls versus 50 mil walls, and yeah. I really wanted, this is the smaller of the rooms, yeah. and I really wanted to do the 50 mil, but I was like, oh, I've just got to bite the bullet and yeah. lose the space. And I'm happy now, because it doesn't look, it didn't turn out. I thought it was going to be so small you couldn't get anyone in. So you put um, um, rock wall in. Yeah, yeah. The best stuff you can buy, 60 kgs. <laughs> That's right, people. So these last three Leap months below. have been, obviously been hardcore, right? Yeah. Has it taken its toll on you mentally? How yeah, you I, I, I wake up in the night thinking about things and find myself, oh my God, I need to go B&Q and buy 50 inch, uh, 50 inch, 50 millimeter nails tomorrow and if I forget, yeah. Yeah. and I don't, and I wake up at four and that's me till, yeah. and just finish an hour, like over a list in your head. And yeah, over a pack of nails. And yeah. just, just constantly thinking. Must buy tungsten and tip screws. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, and I, yeah, doing all the work myself and yeah. just making sure things. Long hours? Yeah, I'm down here every day pretty much. Yeah. Did you did you speak to any other sort of small business owners about the kind of the journey? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've had loads. I mean I guess it's too I late. No, no. <laughs> I had so much help, especially from uh, most I've got what well, I'm building my acoustic panels out. There's a company called EQ Acoustics, I'll tag you in it. They really helped me out and they've got this really expensive stuff called uh, Magic Fibre, which is the equivalent of the rock wall, but it doesn't let off spores and you don't breathe it in, so you okay. make your panels out of that. And they gave me, they said, drive down, fill a van up, you can have a load for free. Oh, wow. This stuff's like hundreds of pounds a sheet. So starting out, I've had so many people help me. Yeah. Business-wise, I went to the Mercury Theatre and done a few, they, they offered a crate, Mercury Creator, I think it was called. It's very good. They offer a few uh, free courses and you go on them and they tell you about your accountants and yeah. best ways to go and what to register your company as. So that was great insight. And remember, I've been planning this for two years. So yeah. anything I see, I sort of took the opportunity. It's all just sort of led to this. I remember, we went through the whole the same process. Yeah, right? yeah. But like the kind of up to launch date. Yeah. And it's like the kind of... Uh, the sleepless nights and the lists that you're, you're creating about fuck I've got to do this fuck I've got to do that yeah yeah and you don't you can't see how you're ever going to get it done and suddenly bit by bit it all yeah. comes together I've had so much help like my friends George yeah. has been here all the time my family and just everyone just seems to be really willing to help which I don't yeah. which I, sometimes it's scary like people yeah. offer to help and I'm like oh, okay that's I think that's the key between that's what's so beautiful about it is that you see someone getting off their ass and making something happen. Yeah. And yeah, it's people respond to that. Fucking cool. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. really it's, that's the exciting thing about it. You think, man, good for good of I'm gonna you know, if you do what you can to help people out. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone that does anything in this world I've got nothing but respect for because yeah. You can be the person sat sitting in the, in the stand watching the, the team, or you can yeah. be yeah. the team. Yeah, criticising because yeah. they're not doing it. How are you doing it? So far, you can be the, on the sports field. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That is the essence of failed rockstar club. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody who gets up and tries and does it is not failure in our yeah. in our eyes. Yeah, that's that's our whole just, yeah. Yeah. philosophy. It doesn't, it doesn't matter about the end of it; it's the journey you go through. Yeah, and that's what yeah. you know. What you're going through right now is like a really kind of exciting, inspirational journey. Mm. And I like the thing that maybe people out there listening kind of think, "Fucking, I could do that." Or I'd like to yeah. do. I'm inspired to hear it, or whatever it might be. And that's what's mm. amazing about even us talking to people. 
Well, I'm always, if anyone wants to get involved and you've got an idea or something, but yeah. involve the studio, yeah. don't be shy, come down. I'm happy to show anyone around. Yeah. Don't, don't feel like you've got to come in, buy something, come have a coffee, have a chat, listen to demos. I offer free pre-production anyway. Mm -hmm. So I, most yeah. of my clients so far, I've just come in, we've had a coffee, I've shown them around, yeah. and sort of evolved from there instead of, you must come in at this day, yeah. pay your money for this day. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm very more about trying to make a hub for musicians then. That's, that's, that's yeah, perfect. Yeah. That, that's something I wanted to ask you actually. Do you think you'd be able to stop yourself? If someone was rehearsing in, in this room, let's say, and you, you're upstairs, you know, I don't know, making a coffee or whatever, and you hear like them bashing out this song all day, and you had maybe, as a musician yourself, You might recognise me from my collaborations with Radiohead and Stephen Hawking. I actually did a lot of his heavy lifting for him. Anyway, I'm here to tell you about Best Days Vintage. If you like sustainable vintage fashion, feel-good prints and positive well-being, then they're the guys for you. Visit them at 40 Elf Lane, Colchester, or online at bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Peace out, mother crushers. Producer, you've got an idea, you're thinking... <laughs> no, like, I've, I've got an arrangement idea, like... I think that it just needs a bridge there and this is a hit. Do you think you would oh, say, say that? Would you suggest things or would you stay out of it? No, I, 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 I love producing tracks. It's my favourite thing. Getting involved sometimes. You can, you can sort of read people if they want it or not. Yeah, I guess that's and a skill in itself. Sort of, if you can tell if people don't mind suggestions or they're like, this is my song, don't touch it. Yeah. And you sort of just have to roll like that. And, yeah. And even if sometimes, even, Good if, you think, even if you think it's better, it's... Uh, <laughs> It's probably it's their song, so yeah, yeah. or you'll secretly press record and then just yeah, I'll have that. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, I'll, just, I'll just take if you don't want it, I'll just take it in the ground somewhere. Do you be the one I made? I want. Ever had that kind of like battle between being a musician and this? Or do you think, i.e., like being a producer? Like, I wish I was in the band, or makes sense. Is even a question? Uh, yeah, I I'm a surge. I've, I'm, we've done so much that I thought we would never do. Yeah. So I am happy. I always want to. Yeah. I'll, I'll always be making music. Yeah. But we gave it a stab, and we got as far as I think we ever would. And now it is more. That's why it's more laid back because we're not chasing yeah. that star and fame. Yeah. Lit literally, we were talking about that on the on way, way up. Yeah. 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 About how like almost the philosophy of like forgetting about your expectations mm, mm. don't expect anything enjoy the process enjoy the process yeah, enjoy the it. journey yeah, exactly. and then you can't be disappointed you can't have that feeling of deflation that, oh we didn't get where yeah. to where we wanted yeah. to go if I haven't got a fully booked studio for the next month or yeah. done it wrong yeah. it's yeah. like it's, you're, we've been doing this business for seven years mm. and we still feel like we're at the beginning of our yeah. journey yeah. You know? yeah. and it's a long whatever you do you work hard and maybe in ten years time you're like uh, you know it's, yeah. you just have to get on going and you have to kind of like 
enjoy that process. Yeah, I agree. Because I don't know about you, but we we lost, we stopped enjoying it because we were so focused on this has got to be our yeah, career. That exactly. Do yeah. you forget why you yeah. did it in the starting? Yeah, first I place. think that's why we sort of fizzled out. Uh, like I said, before we sort of started gigging again, just before lockdown, we fizzled out for ages. Um, obviously, our bassist lives in Cambridge, and so obviously that you know brings yeah. its own sort of difficulties anyway. But I think we were maybe two years ago we were really really sort of trying hard of it and which you should and you obviously should really you know if you can pull yourself into it mm. great but we were you know really on it a lot more than we have been recently but i think it did get to that point where you we weren't really enjoying it as much mm-hmm. because it wasn't fun and it was very sort of regimented and hassle yeah. rehearsal became a hassle yeah exactly it wasn't just really, numbers enjoyable. how many streams we had yeah like, and, and it becomes a lot more about Oh, we have to get this amount of people to the gig to impress this guy, and we have to, yeah. and, it, and you add, have all that added stress, and, and obviously it does pay off in a sense. But then after that goes away, yeah. you're not necessarily any further forward, and now you're just like, oh, well, now what? And mm-hmm. what, what next? And, and you yeah, sort what's the, what's yeah, the next exactly, round for that? Yeah. I did enjoy the chase at the time. It was yeah, at the bit, time, but then it sort of fizzles out, and you you, you burn out yourself because you've you know really but put a lot of work into, into it, it, and then you get tired. You're like. This isn't necessarily going where I want it to go. What's the point? And then you just, then it just gets like, like say, more and more less enjoyable. But then that, when we started gigging before lockdown, it was, I think it was just a lot more fun and relaxed. And, and it's like Anna said, now it's like we're not, we're not like not taking it seriously, but we're not taking it as seriously. It's, it's when we play, we want it to be good, yeah. but you just you've yeah, got pride just, in what you do. Yeah, it's just like have fun with it, isn't it? Like you're saying. Do you? I mean, that leads me on to question which is what advice would you give like a young up and coming band that are starting out none because clearly they're doing all right on their own <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, not, they're not all getting played on six no, music it's good, it's good. That's, oh, I don't know if we're well, the best songs we've written are the ones now I think the more you write the better you get it's yeah. just the simple way so if you're not right if you're we played the same set for a year and <laughs> thought that was good enough <laughs> longer than and, that and, yeah. and now we've wrote songs that are so much better. I wish we. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your late, your latest stuff was the best stuff. Yeah. We, like, we agree. Like I know it sounds it sounds cliche to go. Oh, you know the latest stuff we we did was the best stuff. But I think we do really genuinely believe that compared to our early stuff. Just I think Alan, I think Alan's right. I think what you've got to do is you've just got to keep writing and writing and writing and not sort of rest on your laurels or get complacent because like you said we sort of got six or seven songs together I think which we just gigged and gigged and gigged. Because we did go through that stage where we gigged lows, didn't we? Like a lot more than we were writing. So, and because of the situation we were in, with obviously our basis being over there at that time, Alan was at uni, Billy was at uni. So when we did meet up, to it was really to rehearse because we had a gig sort of thing. Yeah. We didn't really have that time to necessarily write songs, did we? No. So I think that so is that's some of the best advice. advice. It's just write stuff. That's the best yeah. advice that I think I ever received was keep writing like one amazing song is worth a hundred pub gigs yeah 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 yeah. it's just it's very easy to kind of like to just have everything riding on or playing gigs playing gigs but it's the songs that will get you the gigs it's the songs that will get you the exposure yeah the songs are everything yeah nothing more satisfying than having someone ask you to do a gig instead of you chasing something yeah yeah exactly (laughs) oh you come play Camden Rocks instead of yeah oh please please have the worst slot you have yeah yeah and that's, that is only achieved by good songs, songs yeah. And yeah. I, I suppose from what you're doing now with the producing, you probably see that more and more now, like the emphasis that's on yeah. songwriting and 
I think so many bands made the mistake of just like you guys are supposed to say to say we made that yeah, yeah, of, like yeah. just we've got our six songs we just have to keep rehearsing and rehearsing and yeah. over again. Mm-hmm. you can rehearse too much yeah. and really it doesn't matter as much if you kind of make the odd mistake here and there but it's all about songs and yeah. writing and reproducing creating home yeah. that craft of writing songs yeah. and it only comes through time and practice yeah and that, I think that's the only that is the only disheartening thing with well there's a lot of disheartening things <laughs> with being in a band <laughs> you know, but, but um, obviously that, that was the thing I think because the last couple of songs we finished, I think were maybe as we just started to stop, you know what I mean? And that sort of came from a place of as well where, like you say, like we were coming out of the studio, having finished a song, going, yeah, that's definitely the best song we've done. Like, you know, that's really good. Like, and you always think as well, well, I can't write a song better than that. And, and eventually you probably do, but then you put that song out there and as much as you think it's great and it's your best stuff, doesn't really take doesn't off. Doesn't have the same response. And then it's like, well, now what? Like, that's the best song we could do. Like, that. <laughs> you know, like my <laughs> best stuff. Or, yeah, yeah, what is that? Yeah, yeah. Like, but so that's another hurdle that, you know, young bands, advice wise, you know, should get over because, well, as you've seen in the past as well, musicians release music and it doesn't necessarily take off straight away. I and mean, all of a sudden, for some reason, something clicks. Yeah. yeah, it gets picked up and, and it goes. But, yeah, so don't so let that stop you. It's if, also if you like that expectation thing as well, isn't yeah. it? It's like you release something, I expect to get this, I expect to I expect everybody yeah. to tell me how amazing it is. Yeah. <laughs> when really it should be more about enjoying the process of songwriting and yeah. recording yeah. process, yeah. And releasing it and then going on to the next <coughs> part of your journey. And authenticity. If you yeah. if you can say yourself that you I, I believe in this song, I yeah. think it's great, mm. yeah. then you know, then that's all you should be worried about. You or shouldn't you worry mean, about yeah. what what yeah. other people think yeah. and we, uh, obviously it's lovely to get smoke blown up your ass and yeah. have yeah. compliments and but it's only as yeah. good as you're only as good as your last song when it comes to that, that well. yeah, exactly. that's very fickle mm. yeah, and of it's very easy to listen to the last bit of advice or listen to the last person that criticised it and yeah. like running from this and it's yeah. sometimes like we always say it's good to you have to kind of be stubborn you have to kind of stick to your guns and stick to what you believe in and yeah. you're the process that you're doing as a yeah. musician I think you're like when you're not chasing it that's sort of when things just seem sort of fall into place sometimes like yeah. like you said with Anorak Patch like you know Jeff's really like you know whoa whoa I love this and they're not they're just sort of not phased by it which is great and it's sort of when they're just having fun which yeah. is what you need to do and then hopefully sometimes from that you get these extra bonuses and these extra rewards and things start mm. to click and yeah, give them some gigs that are cool yeah and, and then process. yeah and then it just it just builds from there which is so I think that's sort of the place we're in now when we do eventually start kicking again it's very much we're doing this for fun we're doing it because we like meeting up with each other we, we do it because we want to go to a gig in the pub and then hang out afterwards mm-hmm. and watch other cool bands locally yeah. and if for whatever right reasons, reasons it takes off it takes off if it doesn't it's been a fun right. ride <laughs> what's the because uh, that's a little bit of a kind of like a bit of a bit of conflict I guess that if the search did start taking off and you got this managing those two things as well isn't it it's like with your bit we have spoken about this before like having a passion like a business and having a band and kind of figure out where those two things kind of meet yeah so I don't think you've got to worry about that <laughs> that'd be a nice uh, problem to have <laughs> that's, that's all right a business like this I suppose it goes hand in hand yeah yeah you produce your stuff and you make it well, worth your while. Think about it, yeah. I mean, how many bands have got their own studios as well? You yeah. know, and used a place to kind of yeah. create. That's it. At least your your new job, you've got well, new project. 
you've got that chance to be creative and you've got that side of you you can still sort of channel. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, working with young people, young musicians, yeah. so you get a chance to kind of inspire and work with and solve problems for them. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what you just said there, is exactly what producing is. It's just pushing the songs people have mm-hmm. to what to their full potential and what they could be. And mm-hmm. if you can't do that with songs, then you're not a producer. Yeah. <laughs> you're a button presser. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think the best thing about being a producer is going to be? <laughs> I don't know, I'm just excited just to meet all the new musicians because we're, we're in a, I'm in a local scene and I think I know local bands but so most of the bookings I have at the moment are just people I've never even met. Yeah. So there's so many more bands out there that mm. you don't know. You think there's 10 bands in Colchester but there's, there's hundreds. Yeah. And uh, I've just met so many cool people and we've been working on so, so much cool abstract stuff and it's just opening a whole world of different music to me that I'm enjoying more than the so-called music I like because it's just so new and fresh and I'm like, this is amazing, why have I never heard this before? Sort of vice. Well, well, that must be weird, kind of like, when you're in a band, you have this kind of, not a competition thing, but you're like, oh, there's another band out there and you listen to this stuff. <laughs> yeah. But when you're kind of in that producer hat on, you yeah. look at it with completely fresh yeah. like, eyes, don't you? Because you're like, you're up for fucking hell, this is brilliant. Yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've, yeah, that's a good point actually. Because whenever we've done, like, there always seems, you, you always think, oh, you know, because we've been in bands before, like the band we were in now, there's always like one or two bands who are sort of there at the same time and you're like, oh, they're, they're so much better than us. Or like, <laughs> damn, I wish you weren't here or whatever. Like, last week's podcast was the band Rivalry. I did, yeah, I did, sort of, <laughs> I did see about that actually. I don't think we've really had any rivalry. So you don't have any beef with anyone? Not really. Just deep seated anger. It's <laughs> no, more just of a passive resentment. Passive aggression. Yeah, like, just more like, oh, they're really good. That's no, nice to see people do that. I love it. Yeah. It's really weird. Do you want to name check any bands that you thought were really Super good? Superglue are probably one of our favourite bands anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are. We really love them so much. Yeah. yeah. So yeah that's another thing, you go back to, oh, we've written this great song, that's the best song we've done, and then you go, yeah, but Superglue, or you know, their songs are really good, or. Well, that band's, you know, and that's another uh, bad thing, you know, mentally as well, is getting into that comparison thing and compare again, comparing yourself to everyone else's so every true. other band. And that's, that and that's not just bands, good. that's life. Yeah, life in general, yeah, yeah exactly. Comparing your life to other people is such an yeah. unhealthy trait. Yeah, but it's, got but, to, like, but it's got to a point now where with a lot of bands, because maybe because we're not gigging as much, but, you know, I just love Superglue, we both love Superglue, and we, there's so many local bands who... Maybe if we were still gigging as relentlessly, yeah, you, you, look at them you wouldn't necessarily enjoy it as yeah. much. But, but yeah, we do nowadays. It's just like yeah, you can. We we happily we happily go. Yeah, that's a really sick song. Or, yeah. yeah, that is cool. Yeah, that band really warrants where they're going. Or, yeah. you know what I mean? Because they've really tried hard and their songs are really sick. It's but, refreshing, isn't it? It, it, like it, it is. It, it really is. Back and actually like appreciate that. the music yeah, rather than being in it. Yeah, competitive. Yeah. Yeah. And I reckon, I feel like maybe maybe, maybe it's just us. Maybe it was just me who was felt like that. But I feel like maybe a lot of people get that competitiveness. Oh yeah, and every musician I've ever And known. sometimes it spills <laughs> over. It's never really spilled over with us into more than you know that. And competitive competitiveness obviously is good because you know you see that band doing really good. Oh, we need to up our game or whatever. Which is which is obviously only a good thing for the scene in culture which is weird though when you think that everyone's every band's so different as well mm. and you think well, it's like comparing like apples and oranges yeah that right phrase yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a phrase <laughs> yeah, no, it's not right, but, yeah it's like 
you can't compare yourselves to everyone because everyone's got a different journey and a different road, yeah, a different yeah. sound, and a different singer, yeah. or a different bass player. You yeah. know, how can yeah. you even say? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, you just got to be true to yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, studio question: If you could record one band in here, who would you choose? Ooh, good question, oh, Steve. I just literally just popped in my head. <laughs> did it? Big band that's off the cuff. That's off the cuff. <laughs> local band. Not any band. Any oh. band at all. I don't know, it depends. My thing's like... I think you say, if you say fingers, a local band, they might uh, come down here tomorrow. My thing's yeah, guitar music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my thing's guitar music, so that's what I'm really good at, and that's what I make shine. Like, I love like how he's rubbing his hands. Yeah. <laughs> Show me the money. I don't know, there's something challenging, I suppose. What about an orchestra? I've put oh, 40 whoa, people whoa. in I've never done that before. Let's try yeah. Lund- uh, what is it? London London's Philharmonic. Yep. London's, yeah, let's get them in. Really? If you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> they, de- they definitely are. So, I like my, some of my favourite things are things I've never done before. And hiding from the client that you've never done it before. Yeah. Yeah. And then it coming out amazing, you're like, wow, I'm really good. How did like I get How did I get Yeah. But um, that's. Well, doing stuff that I've never done before is one of my most enjoyable things. But uh, yeah, something like that would be great. I think. Okay, no, good, good answer. Um, and before we move on, I want to ask you quickly. We've got a theory about rehearsal rooms. Okay, <laughs> that all rehearsal studios are kind of what do you call them? Ron I, but they're like who works on the desk is always like kind of like <laughs> receptionist. receptionist. <laughs> they're kind of like rock goblins. Yeah, we call them rock goblins. You know, they're kind of like really like haggard, like kind of like ex-musician types that have been like they're, they're in fifties, like forties. Oh. Want to kind of Pepsi? Yeah, they're, yeah. yeah. wearing an Iron Maiden yeah. t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> no teeth. Yeah. Borderline alcoholic. Yeah. Dyed black hair. <laughs> yeah, the roots coming. Mostly from. goths. Uh, they tend to be goths. Goffy rocker types. Yeah. But does that sound familiar? It's like, kind of it sounds like me in thirty years. Yeah. Was that a London thing or was that? It's that culture stuff. That's just always everywhere we ever went in London. To be fair, we've only well for a while we've, we only really rehearsed in Alan's shed. Yeah. For ages. There were no rock goblins. Because no. <laughs> <laughs> he used to. Uh, his family used to own or run a pub in, in Clapton and they had like a shed out back so oh, Alan sort of kitted it out it, yeah. we, never paid, we didn't kill it out we put a drum beat in yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was probably about from it was probably about what yeah, that was, wide yeah, you could barely fit four in like Alan that. is holding his arms oh, yeah, about a metre apart yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could barely to get round the drum kit you'd have to move the drum kit oh, and put it back yeah. Yeah. it was that thin and it was barely enough but it was free charming yeah. as well yeah sure yeah I don't know how we heard each other in there, it was so... Yeah. That really did, didn't we? Yeah. And then from there, we went to a studio in Clapton, and it's very much sort of, uh, sort of run as a sort of self-service, isn't yeah. it, in a way? Like, the guy who owns it sort of has a key and like a little lock, and he gives you the code, so he doesn't necessarily have to have to read it, so... Which is we haven't really working. come into contact with many with any goblins. goblins. Oh, interesting. interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're out there. They're Trust me, they're out there. there. How about you, guys? No, numerous rock goblins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just don't want the money. Rocket, uh, a guy called Rockin' Rock Tooth. <laughs> 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 I should say he didn't call himself that. No, of course he didn't. I've been to a few venues, probably. Yeah. Where, oh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're rock sound engineers types as well. They're probably Moonlighters uh, sound goblins. engineers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but keep your eyes out for that, okay? Yeah, but yeah. what if I just I just start attracting to the studio? Or the yeah. studio, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think um, they just like to hang around with other musicians. Those 
Rock goblins. Oh, I suppose it's talk about the old days, that kind of thing. Yeah. So you might you might get someone who just don't work it. They just come to, to hang out to yeah. soak up the rock vibes. Yeah. <laughs> just that's what, that's what they feed on. Yeah. <laughs> you knock on the door and you look through and you look for the little keyhole and you won't see them. They'll be like they'll be down there. <laughs> Hello. We'll get like a little slot a bit lower. Yeah. 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 Goblin slot. The goblin slot. That's something else. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Uh, okay, so I want to move on, guys, to um, our regular feature, which we like to call Band for Life. One is your band for life. The other you have band for life. They sound the same, but they mean different things. One you have got forever. The other you've erased all together. Kind of explaining the song that you would have heard on the podcast, but yeah. should I explain the? Yeah, crack on. So you're both doing it, right? Are you prepared? Oh, I'm not prepared, so maybe I won't do it. Okay, we can but save I'll your surge episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay. can do that. That's fine. Need time. So AJ, we're asking for two bands. One band that you could listen to for eternity and not get bored of. The like Desert Island Band. Mm-hmm. You can listen to the whole back catalogue, not get bored. The other band. You're erasing from existence. You're not erasing the band, it's just their music. So no one's dying, but the music will be wiped. Yeah. Never to be heard again. And you just give us the two bands. Yeah, don't tell us which is which. We have to go Claire Till, famous jazz musician. Shit. Who? <laughs> 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 <The panic. laughs> um, and Arctic Monkeys. Ooh. Guess which one. <laughs> right. Claire what? Claire Till. Nothing wrong with Till. It's just the I'm going to indulge if you yeah. Oh yeah, well, yeah, we want you to elaborate. Right. So let's do the negatives first. I don't know. Uh, assuming you're going to put Claire Till in your raising. Well, wasn't that's? Um, I was going to pigeonhole just live jazz music in general. Oh, Alan, I like recording it. No, just because the recordings are great because they have structure and that you can enjoy the songs. But I find watching live jazz one of the most hardest things where the musicians have more fun than the people in the mm-hmm. audience. Mm-hmm. It's uh, wow, room one hundred and one. Uh, yeah. It's stressful for me and it stresses me out and there's no structure and I don't know how to do it because it will stress me out and not know what's going on. I am 100% with you on this. But uh, mm. I've never seen live jazz music. Uh, it's, it's, it's just hard mad. work when it really uh, gets yeah. off of one. Yeah, it's like just, uh, sometimes it's just all discordant and it doesn't make sense to your ears and it's freaking... Someone who's just worked with melodies and stuff. And stuff I know, yeah, I know it is sort of quite unpredictable and like you say discordant and stuff but I just, I don't think I've ever actually seen a live jazz show. I'll tell you it's like, Have you? <laughs> Yeah, no, don't take me to some. You just said, just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. just come along. Because yeah. uh, you said artist, I had to put Claire yeah. Till in there. Is she like that, is she? No, she's just a jazz artist. So I just, <laughs> just what I, just, I just panicked. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. Uh, is she real? Yeah. I used to, you know, my pub I lived in on a Monday night, it was mm-hmm. jazz night, Daz Jazz. And it was Daz like, Jazz? Daz Jazz, oh. yeah. And it was a <laughs> fucking stressful experience. <laughs> it was like, it's just... Uh, what do you think so about jazz? I've never heard you talk about jazz. Um, I just find it discordant and difficult, challenging. But that's, it seem like, like, that's a, like abstract jazz, isn't it? There's, there's kind of different forms well, of jazz. There's yeah. also, we noticed there's a bit of a jazz thing going on in the coastal scene at the A lot of the younger bands. Great. Maybe Soda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bit of um, a <laughs> word like uh, Smeagol. Kianos, is that what they're called? 
that mm. band that starts with a K. They played in the shop, and they're quite jazzy instrumental stuff. Yeah. There's a bit what, of a jazz thing. Yeah, but it's a bit more structure involved. Yeah. That's why I don't mind recording yeah. jazz stuff because yeah. it's actually you. When you, you know what it's, it's there it's just the, how loose they are and they all and the they don't they don't even all they do is learn sections of yeah. like and they have books and books of it and then they just throw sections at each other and they have to reply and it's, mm. it works like that it's, it fries my brain Alan not Alan so you Alan and the guy the drummer old drummer from Animal Noise he's done a jazz project hasn't he yeah. with um, oh Jack yeah Jack yeah, yeah they've done like a jazzy thing yeah noticed you have to be good as well which yeah. is a yeah, you've got to be good. that's the thing they are probably one of the most they, yeah but that's the thing well. and they know it that's, that's, it's musical masturbation I feel like <laughs> when you're that good it takes away the authenticity of your music it, it, I don't know I feel being a bit jangly and sloppy is what makes makes you that type of player yeah, you can have makes you play like you don't like a virtuoso <laughs> but I mean I don't know but I, I've not heard these these young jazz bands in Gosh. Oh, they're out there. Are they like sort of, <laughs> yeah. they sort of like modernising There's a lot of them live in Brighton, and students have gone to Brighton. Oh, yeah, like Beerman and come back and stuff. But they collaborate so with other cool. bands, and yeah. they're like, so just adding little bits of jazz. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. actually is really good. Even jazz music in other Is it Johnny, Johnny is Paul? Johnny Paul, I think he's the drummer in Animal Noise. Blonde. Oh, the new drummer. Uh, could be wrong. Wait, no, no, maybe he's not a drummer, I don't know. He's been in bands throughout years, but he plays like sax as well, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's been um, awesome. There's a lad that plays with Monster Florence as well. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's him. Not Animal Noise. Yeah, yeah. That yeah that's he, he was in every, every soda. Yeah, because well. yeah, I, I remember seeing him do a gig once, and he, he was like playing drums whilst playing sax. Mm. I was like, wow, <laughs> that's, like, that's cool. <laughs> 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 that's cool. Is that the trombone? The trombone guy. Yeah, he's great. I've heard many of them. Yeah. Okay, and your. I'm assuming Arctic Monkeys yeah. are the band you listen to for existence. That's just, it's just another yeah. pigeonhole, really. I only, like, I only said Arctic Monkeys because I know every album very well, but it's just guitar music in general, really. Anything with guitars I in. I thought you would have said, like, stereophonics. Uh, I was going to say Oasis, but I just or... can't get up any further up being going to can I? Just, <laughs> I just said him. So That's no, why but... I was panicking with that question, because I don't want to say Arctic Monkeys, mm. but let's be honest, I probably would. And... Uh, my judgement. I know, but it is a bit, isn't it? It's like oh, just anything with guitars gets it. Again, you know, they are my favourite band. I've seen them like six, seven, eight times. Did you like the last film? I did, but again, that sounds like something United Monkeys film. So, in the sense, <laughs> <laughs> in the sense of, I think a lot of people didn't, and then, but then a lot of people, I think, haven't really liked them. Sort of people haven't liked anything since the first album because mm-hmm. they just think it should sound like that. Yeah. If I'm honest, when I did first play, I was yeah. like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. Like. This is really difficult. difficult to listen to. That, yeah, that was a bit similar to like the jazz aspect. It was really hard to swallow, really difficult to get into. If it seemed meandering to me. Yeah, yeah. and really self-indulgent. And, but again, maybe because I'm a big fan, I thought, well, I'll listen to it ten times mm. and then I'll judge it. Like, yeah. I think from that, just listen to it, listen to it, it just goes in. Yeah. And then you're like, actually, I really love it now. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but I've always had that like discussion and conversation with albums I find it interesting in the sense of if you listen to an album you know if it's a good album should it instantly get you or can you can an album be a grow in that sense like I now I really love that album but at mm-hmm. first I thought this is probably really shit mm-hmm. yeah and is it now a good album because I've shoved it down my throat or is it a good album because actually I've you eat something five times you end up liking it yeah <laughs> I think the best albums take a bit of a bit of work. Yeah. There's maybe moments on there that are quite 
but you need immediate, but you need that depth. You need something to draw you in in the first place. Yes, yeah, you need some little moments like, oh, on the second listen, you go, oh yeah, I remember that bit from the first listen. That was a good bit, but you don't want to be tired of it after a few listens. Like, yeah, you can be with someone. Yeah, yeah. If it's too catchy and immediate, you're kind of yeah. irritated by it, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. You think they've sold out straight away. Yeah. 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 The album that's. Yeah. That's, yeah, I mean, I guess that's the thing with, like, that was probably their sort of most left field <coughs> album, but they've sort of always developed a bit, I think. Yeah, I feel like they have. They've, like, yeah, like, gradually they always have moved forward or, or tried to do something a bit different. And with that, they just, like, went all the all way. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously it was going to alienate people, but I think they, they're at a stage where they don't care, do they? No. Well, they don't need to care, do they? Yeah. <laughs> doesn't really matter. But, uh, but yeah, so Alan said, I monkeys, there you go. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. And jazz music in the bin. All live, live jazz music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All, live, all live jazz music. Live jazz music. But yeah. if you are looking for a rehearsal space, <laughs> jazz, jazz he, will, he will take your booking. <laughs> the sample of well, that's, <laughs> that's the point. It's a difficult question because it's hard yeah. to put yourself out there. And yeah. We get a lot of people that slag off Morrissey in this, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Morrissey in the 1975 oh, seemed to be big. I really like that. Yeah, I'm quite anti-1975. I don't really like him. Oh, right. We're breaking but, up the band. Yeah, <laughs> but Alan... This is I'm this. surprised that you get a lot of people. I tell you what, off, when we do the search one, we'll do a 1975 off. Yeah, you, you can defend oh, them and then you can, you can dog them. Because our band's them. completely split because me and Will look quite like them yeah. and you and Billy don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, my friend Cameron Paul song. loves them as well. Mm. He, he really loves them. Mm. Um, but Cameron? Yeah, he? He, he, yeah he, he loves them. Um, I don't. I don't know if I. I don't hate him. I don't fanboy him. No, but, but I, I just don't. Music. I don't really listen. I've never really. I don't really listen to him. I just like that synthesizer guitar sound. It's a, everyone's sort of doing it. Start, everyone was doing Arts of Monkey sounds, and now it seems to be everyone sort of doing the synth guitar sound, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, but do people not like Morris? Is it more like his sort of views? And it's more his personality. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of bands that get regular. Um, slate nineteen seventy five gets slated a lot. Red chili peppers get <laughs> yeah, really? Oh, yeah, right. coming oh. for a bit of wow. That's weird. That's, uh, yeah. that's a oh, they've been erased, haven't they? They're gone. They yeah, they, they, yeah, we have the power to erase them. They don't exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, like, someone actually put the Beatles in the bin as well. Well, that was on the very yeah. first episode. Yeah. Ridiculous. Well, that set a precedent, I guess, didn't it? <laughs> Beatles gone. I know. Some people do like... I, I like the Beatles, but I don't, again, I don't listen to them religiously, but... And I think there is a lot of people who, who don't like them or don't really get why they were so big. I think that's the thing. I think because people are told, English people are told, this it's the Beatles, the best band yeah. of all time. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people rebel against that because yeah. they, they think, oh, I have to like this. Yeah. I no, want no, to. I think that's the, the best yeah, band. exactly. Yeah. And also, we all brought up with it. My parents, of us, brought up with our yeah. parents in the car yeah. and yeah. ours, and you just. Suppose you on the first episode you just freaked out. Like, what? <laughs> I couldn't believe he said it because yeah. he said that he put the kooks was his. Uh, no, oh, no. Which you know the kooks are, the kooks are fine, fine, but they're not your band for. Yeah, I mean, it's, his, it's personal opinion. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a whole game of opinions. I'm happy for you to put the kooks as your band for life, but then to then put the Beatles, in, yeah, gone. That was the only went. There's no no judgment here. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was some judgment. It's just because it was the first episode as well. Like the most extreme kind of choice. Yeah. One that you know what this is, this is going to be quite controversial actually. Um, I wouldn't necessarily raise them, but sometimes I don't get the hype with the Stone Roses if I'm honest. Uh-huh. 
Ooh. I the way I what I tell myself about why they were so successful and because I feel like if nothing else they sort of really captured that moment in time like that sort of one like yeah. yeah and but other than that I don't really get it like these are your views and not a black guy just do <laughs> <laughs> like the first album was pretty good obviously the second album wasn't that good but even the first album I still think the singles were good. But again, I think it was more, maybe it was more of a cultural thing and, and that sort If you'd of been there at the time, time yeah. yeah. If I'd been willing yeah, to. Exactly, yeah, exactly, definitely. They'd you'd have been a Spike Island. They've got yeah. down, haven't they? It's been a, like... Legendary man. Yeah. yeah. yeah in the rock and roll. I think because they, it was such a, like, peak at that, and then they disappeared. Yeah. Was, like, they, there's like a sort of legend about them, isn't there? Yeah. Kind of... And that's what I think, I think it is more that than necessarily the songs, although, yeah, they've got some, you know, really good songs, but... They're one, yeah. I just, I'd happily say they're a good band, but sometimes I don't get the level of like, yeah, yeah, hysteria that surrounds them. On that bombshell, yeah. (laughs) Um, So I want to finish off by saying, where can they find you again? Just so you can uh, Instagram or social on social media, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, how Um, how can if anyone's listening and are looking for a studio? Or rehearse or recording. Where can they find Black Cactus? Well, the website is now live, which is blackcactusstudio.co.uk. Mm-hmm. Nice and simple. Facebook is the same, just forward slash Black Cactus Studio. Twitter is the same. Inst- no, Twitter's the only one. Twitter is B Cactus Studio, <laughs> I believe. Well, so Someone got their first. Exactly. Yeah. They got they got their first, they're one of the people who got their first and then don't use the account yeah. or is it just oh, an egg still or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, Instagram is just Black Cactus Studio again. And what's the address? What, the actual? Oh yeah, the like, actual we haven't mentioned that. That might help. Yeah, it's uh, in Great right. Bromley, and uh, Unit Six. You've Got to look it up. <laughs> 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 uh, so Unit Six, Hazelwood Estate, Parsons Hill. CO7 7FA, it's in Great Bromley. And we got here fun, didn't we? Yeah. Easy. Right. We're lovely, you've got, you've got lovely mate. countryside on the way. I'll leave some cards and best days as well. Yeah, so we're you can here. Some up if you need to know more details. We will certainly, any young bands that will be coming to the shop, we'll be talking you up. Well, just, just talk to me. I'm, I'm happy just to chat and have a, come in and have a chat or just to look yeah. around. It doesn't bother me. You don't have to book some time. Just come have a nose. I'll show you around and have a coffee or mm. a Pepsi or something and we'll just chill. You don't have to come book time. I'm just happy to have you here. Lovely, lovely stuff. It's a nice message. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Okay, so thanks guys for listening Thank to. Thank you. Oh, sorry. I'm <laughs> 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 oh, sorry. Post over it. Found Rockstar Club for Black Cats, me. Black Cactus. So thanks guys for listening to the Found Rockstar Club podcast. Podcast that talks to musicians about mental health, their journey in music. Um, anything musicy and fashion which we didn't really talk about today but no, we're not the most fashionable so it's fine um, and yeah so guys please do check out Black Cactus Studios in Colchester Great Bromley um, for anyone local bands in Colchester that are interested great and just if anyone's looking for a place to come and do some really good value recording yep great thank you thank you, thank you for coming and we wish thanks you best guys best yeah. of luck yeah. good luck on your journey thank yeah, you enjoy it wicked thank yeah. you and we'll be there for you yeah the Cheers. Gonna have a connect with the shop and stuff. Yeah, 100%. We'll put on the Black Cactus gig in the shop somewhere. Oh, vice versa. Yeah, I like it. Okay, goodbye! Bye! And goodbye!